Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Ask a Painter Live. Come on, you got this. With Nick Slavic. I believe you. <laughs> I am the blank of the blank blank painting and restoration company. I am the, what do I call myself? Proprietor. Pro yes, of the... Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. And I use my X amount of years. 35? Yes, close, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> to Listen. showcase the life of a... Painter. And? Entrepreneur. Yes. Nailed it. This is show number... 601. Nope. 702. Nope. Three. Farther away. <laughs> 12. Not, not getting closer. 52. It's going to take a while. 6,708. Yes. We'll call it that, yes. What is it? 401. Cool. 401. These beer cans are symbolic, Nick. Do you know why? I do not know why. We both turn our caps, right? Yes, we do. It's a thing. Why do you turn your cap? So I know it's my beer. Right. I turn mine so I know it's my beer. If we both turned ours the same way, how would we know it's our beer? Well, because you're drinking a very bougie Seattle <laughs> cider. Which I'm is drinking, Nashville versus Minnesota. I'm drinking what is considered water in Minnesota. <laughs> so lake. besides the brand that we're representing. So I like your 15 degree cant. And yeah. that shows that you are different, but not that different. I think what it shows is that in the end, we're both drinking and we're enjoying each other. But how we run our business... At its core, is the same. And you just got to tweak it by 15 degrees based on your market and your needs. And there's a standard operating procedure that we both adhere to. <laughs> that is very functional. With most things in our life. Because it... <laughs> oh, is it going to let me turn around? Oh, I can't turn yeah! Hey, faces! <laughs> All right. It is, um, we're up here in the wilderness of North... I, I, your takeover. You yeah, this. yeah, this is the takeover. We're sorry. done. Sorry, when the camera's pointed at me, I'm, I just go. It's just like a thing. <laughs> uh, hello. My name is Maggie. Uh, I am the owner of Harpeth Painting. Co-owner with my husband, Matt. Hey, Andy. Um, I am taking over uh, Nick's Ask a Painter Live today. We are at the uh, biannual... Ask a Painter Live Retreat. I think that's what he calls it. I'm not quite sure. Um, yeah, so owner of Harpeth Painting. We're located in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, short happened to jump on a plane ride. I am on a frozen lake. Look at that beautiful sunset. We are um, enjoying fellowship ice fishing. There's a bunch of painters in this little ice fishing lodge. Nick and a couple painters over there. And we've spent the last couple days, cheesy or not, but doing exactly what the top of this beer can a metaphor is, which is comparing um, our experiences, comparing our struggles, comparing our successes, our wins, our business models, uh, our client experiences, all the things that we've done, um, we've shared over the last couple days. And it's just been spectacular. Um, Nick asked me to do a takeover today, I think because he's lazy. And they call this like delegation in the business world. Um, you know, you ask somebody else to do your job and make sure they do it well. Hope they do it 
well enough. I think that's something that everyone listening can probably resonate with. So I was trying to think about, um, Nick gets on here and talks for a really long time and he talks fast and he shares a lot of information. And what was cool today is to get a bunch of people together that have been listening to Nick for a while, um, following other people in the industry, building camaraderie and learning that, um, in the end, we all do a lot of the same things. Uh, everyone is kind of sharing numbers this week. So you kind of introduce your business, give some context based on your numbers. And it's pretty cool to see the fact that there's some really standard industry numbers um, that you hear people talk about that kind of help give context to your job. You know, what is your revenue? Not because we care egotistically, but because it helps us understand the operation you're running. What is your role in the company? Um, what does your support staff look like? What is your gross profit? Is that a hole that needs to be filled or something that you're crushing? Um, what's your net profit? What's your average job size? A lot of decisions being made differently, right? Are we turning our, hey, Phil, <laughs> what's up, buddy? I'm gonna see Phil at Expo soon. Um, total divert from what I was talking about, but Phil Klein is gonna be at Expo with his wife, Nicole. PCA Expo is last week of February in Orlando. And Phil's wife is actually one of our main stage speakers because um, behind every strong painting contractor is an even more badass wife. And that is Nicole Klein. So anyways, so we're over here sharing information. Um, really interesting to see. Everyone kind of shows up with these same benchmarks and these same financial metrics. Not because we are comparing and having a contest to see who's bigger and badder, um, but because it helps give context. And in reflection on that as business owners, numbers can be scary, numbers can be overwhelming, um, but knowing your numbers can actually give you deep context into what your business is. So it was really cool to kind of see the different businesses that are here and kind of the, um, the common threads that come along. We've. We've got, um, Kevin Wooten was here, or is here. Decades of experience in the industry. Uh, Jason Paris, president of Paris Painting, a massive residential repaint company, um, and one of the founders of Olive Holdings. Michael Cheney, she is a huge presence on the women in paint community. Super niche um, success with designers and remodelers. Um, Brad Sear, strictly custom new residential in Northern Michigan. Uh, John Pritt, who's new, con new, new commercial only. Um, Mark Galinsky, who's like three years in crushing it with this massive operation in Seattle, res repaint, um, plus a bunch of others doing, you know, big, small repaints, new subs, W2s. There's all these things, but the common thread that came together is we're like, what are we doing and where are we going, right? There's all these conversations. Um, Aaron, Aaron is watching Ask a Painter Live and he is <laughs> on this retreat. <laughs> Spectacular. Zach Kenny is here. Um, he has not mentioned high gloss doors yet, but I'm sure it'll come. I'm sure he'll bring it up. So, um, you're obviously on here because you're resonating with the community. So we're gonna come say a quick hello and see 
do we got in this ice house? Aaron had to take a nappy nap. Ask a painter live says hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. The internet says hi. We're not actually painters. We're fishers. Do you want to talk about glass doors or can we move on? Let's talk about glass doors. Okay, go ahead. What are we going to talk about? Do we have questions? We got answers. No, everyone wants to see me, not you. Yeah, that's fair. I know, but it's fine. We're here. What are you doing, Chris? I'm doing just great. No, what are you doing? I'm sitting right here. Okay. Again. Doing? Doing just sitting here. Talking about killers. Talking about paint. Come the and join us. The killer mentality. Uh, Talk about the molecular level Chris of oil-based primer. Um, oil-based primer is what we in use oil. sometimes. What are you doing in that hole? I'm being a mole. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here fishing. Just a mole in a hole. This is fishing. Apparently. Just a mole in this hole. Okay, how are, you guys, how are you guys all away from your businesses right now? I'm confused. We have set up systems and processes. <laughs> <laughs> we have built momentum. We have built momentum in our companies and people, we have brands that stand for something. So people who go to work with the, for us every day know what it means to work for us. They know how to make the little decisions without me there, right? When you're a Yankee, you put the Yankee jersey on and you're like, I know what it means to be a Yankee, right? Same thing with all of our companies. I think we could ask the show then. Oh, Phil Klein wants to know what your favorite LaCroix flavor is. <laughs> Lemoncello. <laughs> if you didn't know that, are you even his friend? Travis, is it snowing in Alaska? Is what I want to know. Okay, bye, guys. Um, there is a plethora of painters here, including Nick. I don't know that anyone needs to hear from Nick this week. Um, so I was instructed that if there's any questions, hey, John, um, to po post them on here. But I wanted to introduce to someone. Hey, Serge, come here. This is my new friend, Serge. What Serge, up? can you introduce yourself and share where you're from? Uh, my name is Serge. I'm an immigrant <laughs> from Romania. And I'm the owner of Swoosh Painting Company in Florida. Florida and what service or what market do you serve? Uh, what are you talking about? Like, who do you paint for? Uh, residential, exterior, and interior. Okay, what have what's your been your biggest takeaway? Like, you have only twelve people watching, but more are gonna watch later because I always do better than Nick on his shows. <laughs> so, you have a bunch of people that are watching that aren't here. So what's the biggest thing that you learned that you wish you could share with all the entrepreneurs and painting contractors in the world? Biggest takeaway? Yeah. Uh, I feel like people can get lonely in this trade. And I feel like in the past 72 hours, I just realized that community is, is pretty big. It is a big community. Hey, surf prep. Uh, if somebody's not here, how do they go finding a community? Uh, social media. Amazing. Is a, is a good way to start. Amazing. Can they email you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, this is my other new friend. This What's is up, Mark. everybody? Mark's another... Uh, I prefer not to say immigrant because I feel like I'm going to get Nick canceled. Um, but 
Sure. Mark was not natively born in America. No, I'm not. I'm from Belarus. <laughs> Tell us about your company, where you live, who you serve. Yeah, uh, I'm from the uh, state of Washington, um, outskirts of Seattle. Um, I serve majority homeowners, uh, do residential houses, uh, probably 20% of commercial work. Um, and yeah, I have fun doing it. It's, uh, my company is, is a subcontractor model um, and it works really, really well. Uh, for me personally, it might not work for everybody, but I have systems in place and I have awesome people that are a big, <laughs> what you doing, Nick? Tickle my nose. <laughs> um, so, Mark, yeah. Mark, you're three years into business. Uh, on my fourth year. You're now. on your fourth yeah. year. Three, three years completed. Um, you've been here for two days. You're three years experienced in the trade. Mm -hmm. You have currently 14, but based on my record with Nick shows, about 15,000 people are going to watch this. Okay. So Great. what? Awesome. Let's go. My my company's legacy painting, by the way. <laughs> What is your biggest takeaway? You've spent the last 48 hours with a plethora and diverse group of contractors. Yeah. You now have the opportunity to spit out, I don't know, I'll give you about 35 seconds. Ooh. What do you want to say? What have you learned? What's your takeaway? What do you want to give this community for free? Well, community, I think community is everything. Um, that's first and foremost. Take risks. Don't be afraid to take a chance on people, uh, whether it's office staff or workers in the field. You could get very disappointed, but if you don't take the risk on somebody or an, on an investment of marketing, uh, specific dollar spend, you don't know what's, you don't know what you don't know. So don't be afraid to take, take a chance, take a risk, because at the end of the day, you might get a 100x return. Why do you think people don't take risks? It's scary. Mm. It's uncomfortable. People mm. don't like being uncomfortable. Yeah. It's I've my parents raised me to live uncomfortable. Take chances, take risks. You got you got some extra money? Great. Let's you money you make money to spend money. What's money going to do sitting in a bank account? Make you also losing. spend money to make money. It goes yeah. both ways, right? It does go both ways. Doesn't it? Yeah. Don't go in debt. Don't, but don't go in debt. Don't go in debt. There's yeah. good debt. Join the PCA okay. and don't go in debt. Those are like my two. <laughs> but not with the debt. <laughs> hey, I use a credit card for mine. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I get my points from it. Okay, Mark, so yeah. your 35 seconds is up, but I need mm -hmm. to ask this. Yep. What is the scariest risk that you took in the last three years? Ooh. Um, letting go of being a project manager for my company. Mm. You said you love project management. I, I love it, but I knew I couldn't grow my company if I didn't delegate, delegate something that consumed 12 hours of my day. Why was that scary? Was it a fear of that you were the best at it and no one can do it better? Was it a fear of disappointing clients? Was it a fear of um, the unknown kind of what was the core of that fear? Uh, it was honestly all of those uh, my biggest one is I know that if I hire somebody and I even if I pay them extremely well They're probably not gonna care hundred percent like I do mm. They're gonna be 85% and I need to be extremely content with that Yeah, um, but also with that is are they gonna drop the ball? Are they gonna not want to respond potentially on a weekend if a job is being in progress and there's some angry customer um, 
God knows the situations, you know, servicing hundreds of customers a year, um, painting many houses. So it's just not performing the way I would want to perform um, is probably the biggest, uh, the biggest one. I'm not a, I'm not a big control freak, but I want to make sure things are being done and um, things are in full control within the company itself, even if I'm not overseeing it. When we hired our first sales guy, I had a voice at the back of my brain of someone in the industry that had said, watch how fast a salesperson outsells you. <laughs> right? Yep. Because you're not a trained project manager. No. Right? You I, figured it out. I just figured it you, out. Yeah. You're passionate and you care. Exactly. Same. I'm not trained in sales, but I can relate to people and I figured out how to sell paint. Yeah. And then I hired a salesperson and now I'm on my third salesperson and they are significantly outperforming me. Oh, absolutely. Have you had the same, same. experience with absolutely. your project manager? I, uh, I do. I do. He's he's going above and beyond. And also like with, with my sales guy, Troy, he... He can outsell me. I know he can. He has the skill to do it. He has the people skill. I sure I run the company and I I can sell. I can talk to a customer and you know they can they, they can like me and Nick's nervous. He's walking away. Nick, come back. I don't think he knows what to do with come other back. people on his show. <laughs> same thing. He didn't know that we could do it better than him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. There you go. I but, didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, but. you're good. But yeah, like, even my sales guy, he he sells more than I do. If I did it full time, I wouldn't be able to do it the way he does it because that's that's not what I'm best at. I I love working in sales sometimes, filling in, but that's not my expertise. It never was. So what are you walking away from this retreat having to work on? Because this guy's a killer. Three years in business, multi-million dollar company, insanely high profits. Uh, happy, very great systems in place. I've seen his tech stack. He's doing awesome. Thank you. So you would think like, cool, like you came here to ice fish, but I'm hoping you have a bigger takeaway. I do. Um, I am still processing. I did present this morning and you asked me a phenomenal question of what's next. And like, do I want to become the eight, $10 million company or am I good with where I am right now? Because going just a few million more, I have to add more people in, but that's gonna cut into my profits because it's not gonna pay off exactly how with right. the people I have in place right now. Um, so the takeaway right now is just really understand what I want for mm -hmm. for my company, for my future, um, what I am willing to do and what I'm willing to risk. Growth is risk, right? Mm -hmm. Hiring another person to potentially land more jobs for us is a risk that yeah. I'm investing into and hoping I get a return. So. Um, yeah, that's you talked earlier about risk and like risk is scary, mm -hmm. but necessary if you're wanting to grow and evolve Absolutely. and whether it's tiny or large. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, it's the same, right? Like this is the next risk. It's just more expensive, right? Yes. Like it's one thing to risk $800 on a EDDM campaign and hope maybe you get a lead. Yeah. It's another risk to hire somebody make a promise to provide for their family, make a promise to give them an opportunity yeah. to grow with the company. Yeah. If they do what they're supposed to, there's no reason to let them go. That's a big risk. It's a big risk and that could easily be a $200,000 risk in a year of paying a salary, some commission, and if I need another salesperson, I need that much more advertising going out. And advertising is expensive as we yeah. all know it. Yeah. And it's getting more expensive right now. Yeah. How are you gonna like, 
process that? Like what is, uh, you talked a little bit about community. Serge talked mm-hmm. about community. We're obviously here in community, except for Nick, who's just standing by himself awkwardly. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Everything's fine. Have you ever been on the internet? Oh, hey, everybody. Is this Facebook? Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't take over. No takeovers on my takeover. Yeah, get away. Uh, so how are you going to process, process this? It. You don't have a business partner. Mm-hmm. You don't have a board. Mm-hmm. Uh, you arguably don't have a like leadership team yet that's very yeah. established. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do know you're happily married. You have a great community. Mm-hmm. But in the end, how are you going to process the decision to take a risk? Uh, share with my wife. Cool. Uh, my wife is the reason why I have this company. Um, she's She pushes me to take risks. Um, Without her, I know how to take this, but she helps me. Um, so, you know, as soon as this retreat is over, I can't wait to go to go home. I come home flying Friday night, Saturday morning. We're going to hop in the car, take probably a four-hour drive through the mountains, get some food at a restaurant. Now he's and... just showing off. But yeah, this is the plan that we actually have to make Seattle the reservation. Seattle boy. I have to make the reservation for the restaurant, baby. I'm sorry Jeez if you're watching. Louise. <laughs> I don't um, think she's watching. Yeah, she's no, she's driving. there's only 15 people, 16 people on here. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of driving. I process the best when I'm driving a vehicle, um, more than like when I'm walking or laying or sitting on a couch, spacing out or fishing. I don't fish, um, but it's cool to be here. So what I'm hearing you saying is let's back up a step before mm-hmm. you decide to take a risk, mm-hmm. you are self-aware enough of how you process Mm -hmm. who is safe to process with and I would argue maybe what you want this to look like so risks maybe aren't as risky is that a fair statement as opposed Uh, to if you were just waking up unsure where you're going not really having anyone to bounce it off of and just like I guess I'm just gonna go find a sales guy yeah the I, I do agree with that because Sharon with my wife, she helps me process the pros and cons. Your wife is not in the business. Correct? No, she's not. No, my okay. wife does not own anything in the business. Um, she she just reaps the benefits. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can make a lot of money painting, definitely. Um, but I think it's the accountability uh, that of me sharing and share, oh, sharing my ideas with her and brainstorming is this. Uh, is this a good risk? Is it a bad risk? There's there's things that she talked me out of that if I did, I probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Like I I wouldn't be in the position I'm in with the company because of things that she pointed out that I was either blind to or I didn't want to believe, and she she called out the BS. Um, but it's I'm losing my train of thought. It was accountability, but also the support. Mm. Right? She can check in with me. And she's like, hey, how's this going? I know we talked about this. You put the money here. Are you seeing a, seeing a return or not? Um, it's, it's, accountability it's, is a great word, yeah. right? You gotta have some accountability of somewhere. Course. Otherwise you're just flying through life, Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nick, do you have accountability? Oh my God. What does your accountability look like? I have five entities that I've created or gathered around me to help me with accountability. So uh, accountability is something that I don't like doing, I suffer from, I know I need to do better, and uh, I have a system in place to increase my developed skill in accountability. What's so hard about accountability? I, I think some people are biologically pre-programmed to not like accountability. So, mm. But there's different kinds of accountability. I like being held accountable. Like, I thrive in that. I thrive when somebody says, 
here is a low standard, here is the standard, here is above average, and here is world class. Mm -hmm. Nick, here's where you are. Now, you have to make a just honest, sober decision about if you want some other things in these other categories, here's the things you need to do. And I'm like, great, now that I know, let's do it. Now, your accountability is not built in with your wife, correct? Well, it depends. She, so she is one method of accountability right. that gives me accountability that, I mean, honestly, that nobody else on this entire planet. But your business me. entities. No, business is completely different. So, so how I, did yeah. you acquire your accountable accountabilities, your entities? Friends. Friends. And, and so. But what a, risk did you take? All the risk. Yeah, how? A risk of being vulnerable. What did of, it of, look like? like? What did asking you... for help. There. That, <laughs> I was leading him to that. Hey, Joe Finch. Oh, oh Joe. Joe Finch. You dude. were at one of the retreats. Miss you, Joe. We you love gotta you. come back, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You Miss asked Joe. for help. Yeah. Did that make your tummy hurt? Uh, so, so I had a weird experience with asking for help, which is it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. <laughs> I just thought it was hard. And it was not. <laughs> so, I mean, in the end, it was just like, oh, word. that was help. it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> help. help. Well, yeah. what's, what's interesting was. Help, the ice is, is cracking. Just kidding. People, it made you look. <laughs> people are always like, oh my God, it was this insurmountable thing. I had to get myself ready for it. I had to take the chance. I had to do it. It was like, no, it actually felt good to ask for help. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I'm not biologically programmed to ask for help. You and I yeah. talked about this when I was in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. You, we, we were driving in your truck. You were nice enough to take us to the freaking airport in Seattle. That that's is that's a terrible drive. That's a like, terrible drive. Dude, we are like this is a war zone where you're from, right? So we're at somewhere downtown and we need to go there and you have a big pickup truck and you're like, I'm going to give you a free ride to the airport and also we're gonna talk about high level stuff. Mm -hmm. And you I had proposed this thing, like this is the thing that I'm kinda like you told me about your partnership struggle and I was talking about my sort of stuff and you're like, You should do this and it's like, Wow, that is so obvious and I've never thought about how's it. That, that how's a, that worked out for you? Uh, still working on it, still but good, okay. better, good. better, but, uh, yes. So good. yeah, uh, accountability is a weird thing. When I asked for help, um, not only was it not really that hard, it brought those people closer to me mm -hmm. in a way that deepened our relationships, made my life better and easier. But it makes you feel seen also. Oh my God. Yeah. It makes you feel seen. That's, I think that's a big thing. No matter what you're going through in life, whether it's yeah. personal or business, it's yeah. just the fact that people see you. And you were vulnerable to share, hey, I need help. Yeah. Like, help me. That's that's as vulnerable as it can get. And, and you think, like, you're showing on, on the outset. Weakness. You would think you're showing yeah, weakness. Yeah, it feels you weak. You would think, like, yeah. hey, it's like, oh, my God, if I ask Maggie and Matt for help, they're going to think I'm stupid or lazy or this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, no, no. That, that, He's watching. that to them, to you, them, them, them. <laughs> I'm a them. No, 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 no. That I'm a, you, I'm a sheep. That to you is actually a sign of that's my people. That's my anybody who's willing to do that. You're come a little closer. Okay, come Nick. So, closer. so yeah. top secret. I'm gonna, I'm gonna confess this. Okay. This. Yeah, yeah. I, I might be one of your entities. Might. We Might. can't. We cannot disclose. <laughs> we cannot confirm. Or we deny. cannot disclose what happens Listen, twice a month on I'll give Zoom. You, I'll give you my job costing spreadsheet. I'm keeping some things okay. close to the vest. But let's pretend I have a secret group of people. Let's pretend yes. I'm one of your entities. Yes. Let's, let's say in a far who uh, maybe, maybe. Let's right? pretend you asked me for help, and let's pretend I came to you one day and said, maybe you don't remember this, but I said, Nick. Oh. I said, when you asked me for help, do you remember what I told you? 
hit me with it. I said, it makes me allowed to ask for help. God damn. Right? Like, (sighs) it was that freedom. He was the brave one. Even though he felt like the weak and vulnerable yeah, yeah. entrepreneur who should be strong and mighty and powerful you with all the answers. Ever, ever. You can't show weakness yeah, to your team. You have to always know the answers for your... Oh, oh there's Hold a fish. <laughs> yeah. But what he did was give me the freedom to ask for help and give me the freedom to be vulnerable. Because as Serge said, owning a business, owning a business is hard. Um, and if you're listening and you're like, whatever, no, it's not, then um, call me because that's pretty cool. Okay. So here we are. So when that thing spins, the fish is running. I'm not seeing it spin. So either a fish hit it and ran away or the fish has our bait in its mouth. So we're going to give it 30 seconds. To see so we're going to, we are, this is called a tip up. tip up. That ice thing has people fishing in it. And this is just planted if you're not a fisher man, if you don't fish, if you've never been on the ice. Um, Oh, Phil said it perfectly. God, this guy. Nick needs a circle to relax in and not be all knowing. Oh, no. Listen, my life is a circle of (laughs) (laughs) non-knowing. Don't worry about that. If it comes off as that, I I, I hope I give people that comfort that I know a bunch of stuff. I am in this with everybody else. Yeah. Just like everybody else learning and yeah. Oh, Tony, preach, buddy. Owning a business is really effing hard. And you know what? We can do. Oh, it's spinning. Let's go. And Tony, you're not the only one. There's a sign on my garage door, like the one that goes from the garage to the house for the children that says we can do hard things. This is it. And I don't care if my kids. What happens when you do hard things? That metaphor is beyond me. But what I was going to say before no, I was rudely it. interrupted by Mark was that I apologize. <laughs> be better. All right. Here we go. We can do hard things. Nope. Nope. Ah, he spit uh, it out. He took the bait. You don't get every bid you go to. <laughs> 47% effort. Owning a business is hard. Business. It's Chicken. spun. They told us they liked us. The price was right. I felt them. You I felt, don't, you don't feel your clients. <laughs> that's estimate. not a thing. <laughs> he took my free estimate and then that's it. So I'll be back. I'm going to, I'm going to re-engage in about. Uh, We're going to start an email campaign <laughs> and we might actually put a yard sign at this neighbor's house. <laughs> well, that was a good one. That would have been pretty great to pull up a fish on the escapade. We've done it before, yeah, but uh, uh, I was hoping spontaneously that would have been a pretty great thing. I'm going to reel this one up because we got to. Hey, it was a deep conversation about how we do hard things because I don't care if my kids ever are a part of our business. I mean, it'd be cool. It's not my end goal. I don't care if they ever are in the trades. What I care that they learn, everybody's watching the fish pole. Without the fish. Is that we can do hard things. Yeah, so one one interesting thing that I've been hearing my, my friend Jason Paris say is that He's been getting pretty like upfront and honest with the industry where it's like, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're just going to have to solve a series of things. And where do I get labor? Where do you get labor? Where do we get jobs? How do we do marketing? It's like, these are all things that all entrepreneurs solve. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or try to solve. 
try to solve, but keep trying until they are solved because they are infinitely solvable and it just is what it is. So there's things, if you want to put on your big boy and big girl pants and own a business, there's things you have to do that are typically done for you if you're an employee and mm -hmm. you're taking on the risk mm -hmm. for the potential reward mm -hmm. and there's no excuses mm -hmm. and it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. But that's, people like us are generally unemployable and we only want that risk. We're happy to take that risk on. We thrive in that risk and mm -hmm. it's fine. And, mm -hmm. and that risk allows us to create opportunities for other people. And, you know, there's 25 to 40 humans at any one time that we provide opportunities for. And I don't take that for granted. Yeah. It makes you work on marketing harder, mm -hmm. right? And it makes you just get out there and be a better person every day. You're really bad at takeovers. It makes you, it makes you do stuff like this. So you're, you can be a better you're really bad at takeovers. Nick can't, Nick can't stop being the one talking. Just kidding. <laughs> There's no safety net. Tony, I feel that so deeply. Um, I used to say that my career before owning this company, I was a, a high school athletic director. I was a coach. I was a teacher. Um, and I had no fear. I was just crushing it, taking all the risks, doing all the things. Um, because I knew at the end of the day, there was a principle who inevitably was in charge of keeping the school financially afloat. It's a private school, so um, it was uh, you know, her job to, in the end, deal with the eternal conflict. If something, if an issue got out of control, I could call her in. Raul Nick is borderline a preacher. He's so smart. Um, but there was, no, there was a safety net. My principal was my safety net. We are now the principals. We are now the only um, the only step between failure and success. Um, and that's a really scary place to be. I'm going to go back into the ice lodge before we close this out. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, we got a lot of people here. Um, I know I didn't really introduce myself. Uh, we run a, a pretty large commercial residential company. We've got people inside doing commercial, doing residential, um, doing repaints, doing new construction, doing custom work, travel work. I am still talking. I'm coming in to see you. Uh, so if you have any questions, now's the time. You have the audience of all audiences. Oh my God, Chris is still sitting in the hole. Kind of looks like he's on the toilet, doesn't it? No push, don't push too hard. You'll get a hemorrhoid. Butt <laughs> grips. <laughs> Hello, everyone. What do you want to say? We've had a... I'll give you $15 if you can guess what we've been talking about. $15. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen. Fifteen dollars is shit to Zach Kenny. Shoot. Poop. Ah, sorry. I, is ownership in painting. I don't know. <laughs> what have you all been talking you about? Hi, I'm Kyle. I'm one of the owners of 605 Painting in southwest or east uh, South Dakota. And yeah, here learning a lot. Who's your other owner? This bearded gentleman here. Daniel, I'm showing a much better looking version of 605 Painting. Debatable. Uh, learning lots. Uh, my name is Brad Sear and I'm with Sear Painting out of Northern Michigan. All right, we're going to do like set a timer, 15 seconds, biggest takeaway, because then I'm going to hang up the internet biggest takeaway on this trip so far yes. is learning that the most important thing that we need to do moving forward 
is job costing and getting that avenue down to its fine new detail and branching from there. Amazing. Dustin Hutchinson just said, what is the best ROI for customer acquisition? Instagram, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest takeaway. Biggest takeaway, um, hang around more killers like we've been d discussing. Um, Isn't it like you surround yourself with the, you like you have the same revenue people. as the top five yeah, people around you? Or? My wife often on that, but she, uh, wise wife says somebody phrased. Um, it's, it's true. Uh, so Kyle and I have been talking and, and the PCA seems to be a really big thing that we need to start attacking and doing often. So yeah, being around individuals like this and learning Love and leaning into growth is what we need to do a little bit more often. And we tried that on our own and that's why we're here. That's pretty cool that you guys are in business together and had two very strategic takeaways that are different. Mm -hmm. That's a huge sign for success. What's your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway has been just knowing your value and charging accordingly maximizing your time accordingly. What does it mean to maximize your time? Looking at the bigger picture and stop focusing on the small things that are wasting time. And you mean like scratches? <laughs> like a, like, a, like I shouldn't be sanding out the scratches. Hi. Don't you like the internet? I, lo I love the internet and I love talking to people. I like to talk. That's for sure. We've been talking here about a bunch of stuff. Cool. That concept of you are who you hang out with is everything to me. And uh, Is that why you like me? That's why I like you. Cool. Because you're, <laughs> I want to be like you and Matt one day, for sure. <laughs> you guys haven't seen Harpeth Painting and the operation that they run. Yeah. Mom and dad. Goals. Hashtag goals. But yes, that's why I come to these things. This outside of, time. outside of the paint world. What are you doing to surround yourself with like-minded people outside of the yeah. painting industry? I am I am a member of this group called um, Level Up Mastermind. It's a every Tuesday morning at seven a.m. We meet. We have quarterly goals. Wait, every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah. How many Tuesdays do you not want to wake up? Every Tuesday. Are you kidding me? Why do you do it then? Because these people <clears throat> hold me accountable. Um, but they're, they're all people that are, I feel like a small fish around mm -hmm. and they have different skill sets, but they're all people who wake up every morning and are trying to get a little bit better today. And I want to be around people like that. So that idea is huge. And then we have small accountability groups within the group, within the networking group and we have quarterly goals. And then we have weekly lead measures that we track and rate ourselves zero to 10 and we have teams, and so you want to like hit your lead measures so that you can have a high score for your team. So it's gamified. It's ga it, everything I like. Like I want to win a game. <laughs> I want to score points. What is the game you and Jason Paris keep playing? Jason Paris and I have been playing Polytopia. If you play Polytopia, <laughs> send me a message. Let's play online. Um, How can they reach you, Mr. Instagram? Uh, ZK Painting. Send me a DM. ZK Painting. If you play Polytopia and if you don't play Polytopia and you like strategy games and stimulating your brain and fighting in games, I highly recommend it. It's Elon Musk's favorite game. That's all you need to know. <laughs> cool. Anything else you want to say? Winter retreat has been a life changing experience and very Aww. grateful to be here. Mm -hmm. Ditto to that. Yeah. That makes me want to cry. Smartest individuals I ever met were on this trip. I have learned 
a ton. I cannot wait to get back to work on Monday so I can start bettering this brand. Hell yeah. We're just painting contractors. Yeah, we don't own one. <laughs> We're always high on fumes, man. We're always high on fumes because something about oil primer. I still are. I know it covers like tannin bleeds or something. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, okay, so common themes. Accountability. <gasps> Accountability. Community. You're not alone. I'm trying to like summarize the common themes as a teacher. We have to summarize at the end of class or oh, nobody's okay. going to remember anything. Got it. Got it. Accountability. Community. Asking for help. Asking for help. You're not alone. This is hard. And Minnesota has spectacular sunsets. God bless. Godspeed. And have a good day. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.